0: Greetings. Welcome back to yet another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl, Naila. And because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. It is 3.42 p.m. So y'all, I'm hitting y'all up like fresh off of work, like just got off of work at like 3.30 and, you know, decided to come and hit y'all up. Now, I see that y'all see that I've been kind of like, you know, just haven't been here. I've been missing in action, right? Well, uh, I just kind of started feeling like I didn't have anything to talk about. You know, but I was talking to my sister and I was talking about... You know, the fact that, well, I just feel like I don't have anything else to talk about. So I don't want to just be like, you know, just starting episodes without, you know, or just trying to make content for the sake of having it. But then, you know, she kind of reassured me that, man, sometimes you just got to make some content, like put something out there anyway. You have followers, you have people who sometimes depend on this content. So. Y'all know I always got something to talk about. But the thing was I I felt like I didn't have any updates on my marriage. And so that's why I kind of put it as a halt at a halt. But you guys know I have content for days when it comes down to just talking about marriage and things like that. And and one of the things that I wanted to come on here and talk about today is is it's kinda like premarital. Like when we are cause cause okay, okay, this is okay, this is where my con my content today is stemming from, which is the show Love is Blind, right? <sighs> so I started watching this third season, you guys, right? And which I've been really debating if I should just cut it off anyway. Um, cause it's been kind of a struggle because they curse unnecessarily. And it's the females, y'all. The females are cursing more than the men. It's like every other word is F and S, H. It's just, why do y'all think that's cute? That's not cute. So I've been struggling with that because I really do not like to watch things that have profanity in them. I do not like watching things that, that have, um, sexual content in it or things like that and so to even compromise and be watching this right now it's been a conflict for me like girl just turn it off (laughs) um really what I should do is just go to the to the wait to the reunion show come out and see what happened with everybody but something that I was noticing was this there are so many people on there who The reason why they are on this show is because they're like, well, I'm just tired of being by myself. I have heard that so many times over and over and over. Well, I'm just tired of being by myself. I'm just tired of being by myself. That has been what I've heard. I have yet to hear someone say, well, I just decided to take some time out to get to know who I am as a person and I explored and did all this and that on my own. And I've come to know who I am as a person. And now I would like to share that with someone. I have yet to hear that. But yet and still, even in the real world, this is what we this is what we say. I'm tired of being by myself, which the word of God does say is it's is not good for men to be alone. Right. Um, But. It's like. The day and age that we're in right now, people have gone through so many traumas um, before they're even five. <laughs> A lot of times we've gone through so many traumas that by the time we are to an age where we can marry. We're pretty jacked up people. So even though we might be tired of being alone, we not we, we, we might not be in the mindset to even enter into a marriage right um also because we're so tired because and 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 y'all can vouch for this y'all can tell me if if i'm right or wrong but i i know um and that's by communicating to me on my little uh pages like instagram instagram and stuff like i was gonna say instacart y'all instagram and stuff like that but correct me if i'm wrong um we are so in a rush to to um, just get it over with, and this is some of us, it is not all of us. some people really took the time to do this that um, we don't always even get to know the person that that prospect very well. We don't get to know who this person is if this person shares the same values as us Now. In my case, what I did was, um, aside from, from me marrying him quickly, um, we did not have a conversation prior to getting married. Like, is this like, what is your view on marriage? Is this forever to you? Or do you feel like there are deal breakers? We did not have that type of conversation. What we did instead is we assumed that the other person Held the same views and values on marriage. Like, for instance, I just figured, well, since since we're going as far as getting married, of course, you know, this is forever. Right. And that's not how he looked at it, which we didn't have the conversation until after we got married. Um, then it was just like, you know, and, and, and it wasn't even a conversation we were having on purpose to even explore that particular, uh, uh, thought or fact about one another. We, we were just talking and I said, and we were joking and laughing and I said, Oh no, this is forever. And he was like, what? And I said, uh, yeah, you know, cause to me, common sense is if you're getting married, you have the 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 realization that this is a higher level than boyfriend and girlfriend. And to me, boyfriend and girlfriend is, hey, if this don't work out, I can always move around and go find somebody else. That's to me what, gr- that's girlfriend, boyfriend level. You get what I'm saying? That ain't, that ain't, we married level. We might as well have stayed single if we was just going to see if this works. You get what I'm saying? But because I assumed that everyone thinks like this when it comes to marriage and everyone holds marriage at a high value or regard because I thought that I was, I, I, I was misled. You get what I'm saying? Cause well, it just didn't come up. It just didn't come up. But uh, a lot of people get married because, they want to have sex that's what it comes down to in the church a lot of people get married because they want to have legal sex spiritually you get what i'm saying if that makes any sense like you don't want to be sinning and so you decide well it's better to marry than to You know what I mean? You just, everybody always want to throw that little scripture out there. But when it comes down to, are you equally yoked and all these different things, nobody seems to care about any of that. Um, when it came down to me getting married, okay, so, um, I think I've discussed this on here before I marriage was not something that. I just was like, oh, we're about to, we got to get married. I I didn't give my husband an ultimatum. Did not. I did not say, um, now he might have taken it that way, but I didn't. I did not give him an ultimatum. I said, well, I just think we should wait. I don't think that we should have sex outside of marriage. I don't want to do that. I'm trying to get my life together. That's what I said. I want to get my life together. I, we, I'm not breaking up with you. I just don't want to have sex with you. Now, he took that as, so you mean you want to get engaged? That's not what I was saying, but okay. And in my mind, I'm thinking that he's thinking, um, he sees that I have, you know, three children. He sees that. So in my mind, I'm thinking, he's thinking He's stepping up to the plate like, hey, I am uh, looking at your responsibilities and I am taking the head responsibility over this. And I'm going to be the head of this household. I am going to see because a lot of people. What I have noticed is that a lot of men. And I'm not saying all. But a lot of men. Men want the title without the responsibility. I'm going to say it again. A lot of men want the title without the responsibility. They want to walk around and say this is my house. This is my house. This, this you get what I'm saying? But they don't they don't want to do what 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 they're supposed to do as the head and and guard and protect and teach and discipline properly. You know what I'm saying? There's been a lot of, I've seen a lot of people, um, a lot of girls. And I do mean girls because they, they do be pretty young. They, it'd be like their first child that they have. Um, they'll mess around and marry a guy who knows that they have a baby. And what he'll do is he'll have more babies with her. And then have her send her baby that ain't got nothing to do with him to somewhere else. I have actually seen this. I don't know if anybody else has experienced this or seen this, but I have seen it. It happened a lot in Oklahoma. Now I'm in Missouri now. I don't really know. I haven't talked to anyone who's told me that that has been their experience here in Missouri. But in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there were a lot of guys who married uh uh women or girls who had kids outside of them and they treated, they either treated that child uh extremely different than the ones that he has with her. Or they will, at some point, now they might do it gradually, but at some point, they will get that woman to send that child away some kind of way, because that's not their child. To me, in my mind, I, me, in the way that I think, in the way that that, that it's supposed to be, I would think if a man comes into... Um, a situation with a woman who has children that if he's coming into the picture and saying, I want to marry you, he's automatically saying, and your children will be my children. We're going to do this together. We're going to raise them together. It's not going to be her over here struggling to take care of this one by herself. And then his three that they got together is living good and living large. That makes no sense. But I have seen it happen several times with different people in Tulsa, and it sucks. It's terrible. But see, that's, these are the kind of conversations that we need to have prior to marriage. We need to sit down with each other and say, what are your views on marriage? What are your views on this and that? Now, one of the things that I did see on Love is Blind is one of the couples, they actually had a conversation about what would happen if they got pregnant and then found out through ultrasound or whatever, found out while the baby was still in the womb, that the baby was going to have some type of birth defect or Down syndrome, right? He was like, oh, we would keep the baby. It's just off the top, you know what I'm saying, duh. Like yeah, we definitely keep it. Her stance was, well, um, I've I with the work that I do, I've seen a lot of people um, with, you know, th- it affects the family and this and that, and so we would, I would abort it, and so he's looking terrified, like what you would abort it no you have the baby like you get what i'm saying he's like f that you know what i mean and she's like looking at him like what's my body and i would want to you know what i mean and i wouldn't want we we can we can easily just start over again abort and start over basically is what she was saying but how do we even know that you can abort and start over again. But that was that was that was an important because there might be how many of y'all know somebody or know of somebody who aborted their child because they weren't ready for it or something like that and then when they were ready to have children could not could not because some damage happened when that baby was yanked out of their womb. So it's not it's not a definite that you can even start over. Maybe this baby with Down syndrome or whatever is your only chance. And then let's face it. These doctors don't always know what they're talking about. So sometimes your child could, they it could look like it's going to have Down syndrome. I actually have a cousin like that who they told her her baby was going to have Down syndrome and, and advised her to abort her baby. And she refused. That baby is intelligent, smart, and is not. He does not have Down syndrome. You get what I'm saying, so you can't always go based off of what these doctors are saying. they're doing guesswork. they don't know they think they're doing God's work, but they're doing guesswork, so it's like it's it's kind of that thing where uh like if you're faithful over little God will God will you know what I mean he'll he'll give you more because he saw what you did with the little. So say for instance, um they told you that your child was going to have down syndrome or have some kind of disability and you jumped up and you hurried up and aborted that child and God was like, "Wow. You know cuz you know how God feels about children. God loves the children. Don't do the children any harm now. You do children any harm, that's that's really offensive to God." So say for instance, You just up and abort that baby and say, we can just start over again. And God sees that and is like, oh, okay. So because this baby was not going to be in your eyes perfect, that meant that. You're just going to just throw it away, yank it out of your womb and throw it away. It's basically what you're saying. It ain't even worth breathing and it ain't worth your time is what you're basically saying doing that. Oh, I don't got time to be, oh, it's less than perfect. I don't have time to be dealing with that. That, you know, who knows? God could look at that and be like, hmm, okay. Cause you know, God is the giver and the, you get what I'm saying. If, if, if God wants a child to come through, it doesn't matter if you if your tubes are tied, uh, <laughs> you've had a vasectomy, whatever. If that child is meant to come through. It's gonna come through. Think about Jesus. Jesus came through. That was that was the Holy Spirit. It, it, it. Come on. That she didn't even need a man. That that baby needed to come through. Right? So God made that possible for that baby to come through. It's the same thing with us. It's the same thing with us. That baby is purposed if it is here it is purposed to be here one way shape or form when you decide okay i'm just gonna go ahead and yank this out of my belly and just throw it away because i'm not ready then you weren't ready to have sex then why why do you feel like sex is not it was not created for pleasure it's created with the benefit of being pleasurable but that that was not the reason for it that was not the reason the reason was to be fruitful and multiply so then when when the fruitfulness comes forth you're like, oh, how did that happen We were careful no you <laughs> you had sex, buddy sis you had sex so. God saw fit that for that baby to come through, and it's your responsibility to take care of that child until it's time for that baby to go back to the dirt. You get what I'm saying, or whatever however you want to look at it. You know what I'm saying, but it's not your, your, your purpose to put the baby in the dirt just because you don't feel like dealing with it having issues. Apparently, it's something that you could deal with if God allowed it. But anyway. I wasn't trying to get on that, but my thing was just, you know, they were having these conversations, you know, ahead of time, but see for her in her mind, because her way of thinking is, oh, well, she just aborted and we can start over again because that's the way she thinks she probably didn't think that he would have an opposing thought. You get what I'm saying? An opposing view. But yet, you know, um, he seemed his family seemed shocked when she said, you know, that she would abort the baby because she's seen firsthand how it's affected other people. What do that have to do with you? Your family doesn't have to be like that. okay? you put God on it and, and all things are possible. You can raise that baby, that baby be you know there's a lot of people who do have Down syndrome and they're very highly intelligent, highly intelligent, you know we put limits on God just because someone comes out a certain way doesn't mean they're doomed, and it's not your it's it's, it's not your purpose to determine. What that child's life is going to be like. God needed that baby, that child, that person to be here for a reason. I don't even know how I got it. Yeah, I do know how I got on this subject. Maybe it needs to be said. These are my views. And no one else has to share the same views with me. That's fine. That's also something I wanted to talk about. Okay, so I was uh also in another episode on on here. Um, They were trying on dresses right they were all in a room and they were trying on dresses and um their wedding dresses right it was the different cast members they were you know doing their fittings and stuff like that and so anybody who came out they were just like oh pretty like the person is hardly they've hardly stepped out of the dress room oh pretty oh oh my god you're so gorgeous you know what I mean? And they're just oozing, even if the dress didn't look that great, because I've seen a couple people who need to go back off in the dressing room and try again. But it was oh, and you could see. How. Fake they were being for me, my first thing was because there is um, one person on there where I was looking at her and I said, OK, that dress is nice, but I know me if I was in the room with her. I would have been like, "So, what are you going to do? Are you go- do you do you plan on wearing, you know, um like one of those those girdles or something under it so then your stomach will be healed? Do you get what I'm saying? This is not me clowning. This is not me trying to be funny at all. This is just an honest question that I would have asked if I was in the room. But I thought about that and I said, "If someone said that to her, Can you imagine the people who would have turned around and attacked, attacked me if I was in that room and said that what now she looks gorgeous. How dare you? You body shaming her. No, I'm not. I'm asking a question. Like, are you going to wear it with your stomach hanging out like that? Or are you going to what, you know, and that's just because I would want my friend to look her best. I don't want to be so nice to my friend to where I'm causing embarrassment or shame in front of a lot of people. Okay, maybe it hurt your feelings a little bit that I asked you that, but I was just looking and I was just like, man, they just seem like they're being super. F- oh my gosh, she's gorgeous! Oh my god! Oh my god! You know, anything that the person came out in. Now, maybe they just cut a lot of stuff and we didn't see a lot of stuff. Maybe they just did that for the purpose of TV. But these are just honest things that I would have asked. But what I'm noticing is that we are in a society where telling the truth is enough to get you stoned. (laughs) telling the truth is enough to get you blackballed. nobody wants to hear the truth nowadays but there was another lady on there who she was um sad because both of she lost both of her parents and so she was like getting emotional when she had her dress on which she was the prettiest in her dress but anyway um dress was gorgeous she was standing there crying and everybody just kind of looked like What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Like, (laughs) everybody just looked. I don't know how to handle real emotions you know I don't know how to process that I don't even know what to say to you you know it's how they were looking like um they look like they really wanted to move like they it's almost as if they just wanted to disappear into the background or into the wall or just kind of sink into the seat they were in like they're not there like please don't call on me like you get what I saying. it just I've just I'm just being observant of people you guys and just looking at different things and it's just like this is mad crazy that nowadays telling the truth is frowned upon it is frowned upon you guys you're not supposed to tell people the truth you're supposed to ooh, uh, (laughs) whatever you, girl that is just can't 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 nobody can tell the truth anymore nobody can say okay i see you sis that's a nice dress okay so this is your wedding day, so we want to make sure you look your best. So um, I saw one of those, and I don't know what they're called, you guys, those things that everybody's wearing. Like you can, they have the whole ones that you step your whole body into and wiggle all the way up and zip up and everything. And it just got this little thing at the crotch that you unzip so you can, you know, use the bathroom that way, which to me, I don't, I've never worn one of those, but that seems kind of messy and gross to me. I I don't know. Somebody educate me. Maybe I just don't know because I've never worn one of those. But my thing is, if you're going to wear something that's showing off your body, wouldn't you want to look your best in it? Like, wouldn't you want to look your best? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? So, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think anybody can say that to her like and it not be something that instead people are just like oh are you body shaming and I'm not saying for one minute that she has to you know tuck in her stomach or anything because I think it's absolutely ridiculous on the other hand I think it's ridiculous to have to bound yourself up in that and have a completely different body type than than the dress but what I am saying is some things are not flattering for all shapes Um, I am going to say that. Um, and if you're choosing to wear that, then why not try to look your best in it? Because if I was a husband and I'm just, maybe I, well, I can't, I guess I can't say that because then my mind would think like a man, but I probably would be distracted by your belly when you're coming down the aisle towards me. If you decided to wear that kind of dress that was going to show off your midsection, I would probably be (laughs) I would probably be like, "Why she didn't?" Oh God! Yeah, y'all. This month is who I'm about to marry. You get what I'm saying? I would kind of be embarrassed because I'm just a, just particular like that. If you're gonna wear it, wear it. Wear it good. You know what I mean? Wear it. If you're gonna wear it, wear it. (laughs) Make it look good. Okay, make it look bomb, just like when I used to wear fake hair. If I'ma wear fake hair, it's gonna look like it's mine. It's gonna look like it's mine. You're not gonna just look at my head and be like, "Oh, that's fake," you know? What? <laughs> and that wasn't something that that I was doing to try to deceive anyone because if somebody asks me I'll be like oh girl no this ain't mine this is a you know what I'm saying I never had a problem with but my thing is if you're gonna do it do it well don't halfway do nothing you're gonna do it go hard go hard or go home which brings me to a whole other point another point that I was just these are just random thoughts I was thinking this week and I just decided to just come on here and talk about it um Another thing that I was thinking about. I was on a live. Uh on on a, uh what is that called TikTok? I was on a live and I was watching this live or whatever and they were talking and everything and they were talking about how sometimes I hope I'm getting this right. They were talking I don't know, cause they they to me they be just talking, um, and they be making shallow stuff deep, and to me I just be like, just make it plain, y'all. You don't have to have a, you don't don't do that. You just make it plain. You get what I'm saying? I'm just one. Just make it plain. Um, just like if y'all listen to my podcast, I try to make things as plain as possible. But everybody don't do that. They they make it way deeper. So anyway, I was listening. In on this TikTok, and they were talking about negative thoughts and reactions. Um, like it's something in you that it. Huh, I hope I'm saying this right, because they 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 be they be talking to a point where they be losing the audience sometimes. Um, but say for instance, you you are. Um, I wish I could say, cause I don't want to misquote anyone, especially if they listen to this podcast, I don't want to misquote them. And they'd be like, that's not what we said at all. Um, but the way I took it, okay. That's the safe way to put it. The way I took it, they were saying, if you went into something with like negative Thoughts, energy, vibration, you know, all these crazy words people be trying to use nowadays, but I'm, these new age things, um, then that could have caused whatever it was that you were doing to not prosper because of your negative view. Based on something that things that happened in your past, you took those past views into a new situation and you polluted the new situation Causing it to not succeed as well. And I was like, well, no, uh, I went into my marriage thinking that it was going to be good and like awesome. And 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 there was nothing that we couldn't overcome, like, you know, like whatever it was, we were going to work it out. And the response I got was something, something like, did you really think that, Nala? You know, they call me Nala. People usually call me Nala. If I was, if they were talking to me, hearing my voice, I would have corrected them by now. But yeah. Hey, is that really what you thought, Nala? Are you sure? Because there could be an underlining something negative in you that made it go this But You get what I'm saying? And I was like. No, there, I really did. I really did go into it thinking this is, this is going to be awesome. Like, you know, because they were like, cause the, cause, and, and, and I've noticed that people say this, that aren't married, but the guy in there, he was just like, just like, why do people go into marriage and say marriage is hard? I don't think bruh has ever been married before, but marriage is a challenge, It is a challenge. And they were saying because people go into marriage looking at it. Okay, that's how we got on it. Yeah, they said because people go into marriage thinking this is going to be hard, it becomes hard. And I was like, I didn't think that at all. I knew that marriage had its issues. I knew that in every marriage, there's there's going to be ups and downs. I know that nothing's perfect. But I went into my marriage thinking, thinking this is going to be great. We're going to succeed at this. And she was like, well, and I said, and then when I got in and it, it turned out to be the opposite. And she was just like, well, well, why was that? Nala, was that because it's something really underlining? And, you know, it's because I married someone who did not share the exact same views as me. You get what I'm saying? Marriage is something that it takes two to get right. If the other person is not on board, it's not going to work out because the word of God says, how can two walk together unless they agree? You get what I'm saying? If they don't agree, they can't walk together. Y'all not going to get nowhere because he wants to go here and you want to go there. You know, you want to go forward. He wants to go backwards or he just wants to stand still. Y'all cannot do this thing together because you you don't share the same view on this. So you're either going to prohibit each other from getting anywhere. You're going to 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 um, paralyze each other and you're not going to make any progress towards either either goal or you're going to um come together and agree we're going to go forward first then we're going to go to our left next you're wanting to go to your left I'm wanting to go to my right we're going to go we're going to go we're going to go both directions but we're going to do it together do you get know what I'm saying like like for instance if he wants to do something, uh, uh, and, and you hold down the finances while he's doing this, you know, getting the business off the ground so y'all can be independent and don't have to depend on jobs no more. And so he pursues this until he gets it stable. And then when he gets that stable now and, and and can support the family on that, now you're going off doing something while he's paying all the bills and hold it or vice versa. You get what I'm saying? Y'all are both getting what you want, but you're doing it together and not against each other. You're not opposing each other. You're saying, "Okay, I want to do this, which is a different direction of where you're going and you want to do that. But let's decide to do it together and accomplish both. We might not be able to do them both at the same time, or even y'all, y'all might decide we're going to do both of these, but we're going to do it at the same time at night. We're going to be on your own, on your goal. And at, in the daytime, we're going to be on, you get know what I'm saying? There are ways, but that's doing it together versus just standing there saying, well, I don't want to do it like that. Well, I do. Well, I don't. Well, chances are y'all going to be standing in one spot playing tug of war. One spot. So, like I was saying, it takes two to succeed in a marriage. It really, let me be let me be just all the way frank. It takes three to succeed in a marriage because you have to have that Godhead in there. You have to have um, Christ being the head of that whole marriage in order for it to really, really work. Because sometimes both of y'all are tripping and God is going to be the one in the middle getting you right. You get what I'm saying? Is going to be the one to make you go and you apologize and him come and him apologize. You get what I'm saying? Or vice versa. You get what I'm saying? So you need that Godhead in there to be successful. You have to. Because you're not going to always see eye to eye. But if y'all both have, if y'all are both looking up at Christ as the problem solver, Then that is a commonality that you all have. You guys are looking towards the same thing, which in reality, you're looking at each other. You get what I'm saying? Y'all are looking. Y'all are both looking towards God who is going to direct you all back to each other. He's going to lead and guide the Holy Spirit. He's going to lead and guide you. You get what I'm saying? This wonderful God, this three in one God that you get all these benefits from is going to lead you back to each other. Ultimately lead you to him which leads you back to each other. If y'all are both looking at him, it's y'all it, y'all going to meet in the middle cuz he's right there in the middle. So y'all are y'all are both facing towards each other and coming towards each other and you're going to you're going to be able to to mend and come together. You know what I'm saying? So I was just really thinking about that. Like, no. Yes, I did have certain things about me. My, my thing was this. Um, my issues really, really, really took root and took place once I was abandoned. Um, and once he started showing signs that he would abandon me. Once uh, it was said like, yeah, if this don't work, I'm leaving. I mean, he told me that at, at the second time that we came together. Like, yeah, if it just don't work, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm not staying here. I'm like, so you will leave me in the middle of the hood? You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. So it's just, we we have to do this in, in, in all relationships is make sure that that we get an understanding. The word of God says in all you're getting get an understanding and we should always uh, be seeking um, an understanding and finding it and 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 knowing what the other person stands for and doesn't because that'll tell you a lot about if this marriage is going to be successful or not do we share the same views because if we don't it's not going to it's it's not going to prosper because you don't share the same views right remember what I said? Remember what the word says? How can two walk together unless they agree? There's no way. It's not going to be successful if you don't agree. So, like if you if you if you both don't have like the same values and and what you think of as far as is is this marriage is forever. There's no getting out and to me I just thought that that was just something that people new upon getting married you know and it's just like what so you mean to tell me if this don't work out between us you ain't gonna divorce me um baby why are you acting like we just stood in front of each other and decided to go steady that's not what we was doing you didn't give me a necklace with, with a ring on it with, with your football ring on it you didn't give me your letterman jacket we're not going steady this is marriage This is, this is till death do us part. And y'all actually say that a lot of y'all actually say that you say it. And then when a person holds you to it, they're delusional, not you. That makes no sense to me at all. But I digress anyway. Um, (laughs) okay. Another thing that I had going on this week was, um, so I have some issues going on with my supervisor. And um she's not being very nice at all. Um it's actually to a point of workplace bullying. I'm being I've been written up just uh over things that were not even, you know, like the li- there's so many lies in the write up, you know, and then when I go and br- come back and bring my proof it still doesn't do anything. It doesn't reverse the write up or anything. You get what I'm saying? It's like this still counts against me to where I'm on a final right now over tiny misunderstandings or her looking at an I am saying that I'm confrontational and I'm not in an I am. You're you're policing my tone in an I am and you write me up over an I am that doesn't have anything offensive in it. There was nothing, no, no curse words in it. There was nothing, you know, crazy in there. Like I've read it to a few people and they're like, no, like, um, no, but anyway, I've been having some issues with her and, um, I started feeling like bad about myself Because the way that she treats me, she treats me like I'm stupid. And she tries to always make it out to others as if I do not know how to do my job, which is false. I know how to do my job. It'll even be something that we're talking about. And it's clear that I know how to do my job. But she will say it. Well, this, you should already know how to do this. Now you you should already know. And it's just like, I do know. But just because you're saying you should already know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so it's just been a lot of stuff going on where she treats me like I'm just stupid. Um, incompetent, you know, um, unable to grasp information. And it it is really the way that she puts it. I can talk to anybody else and it's it's easy. But with her, for some reason, it's like it's hard um because it's just the way that she's putting it. It's not the information is not hard. It's the way she's putting it makes it unnecessary, you know, and weird and hard. Um or vague information and I'm just supposed to figure out what you mean by that. Um and so I started feeling bad about myself. And I started feeling like taking on her feelings about me as if, oh, I'm just just dumb black female who just who's confrontational and hostile and you know what I mean and this and that and I'm just you know and I start and I had to stop and think man that's so crazy because I started thinking I started seeing a pattern in my life I started seeing that for years I did not like myself at all for years since I was a child did not like myself but From a child all the way up to adult, didn't like myself. But my reality was, you know, just thinking about how 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 I have gone through this whole two years of being without. My husband, I've I've come to a place where I love myself. I actually do like myself. I like being in my own company more than I like being in other people's company. I actually like myself. I used to couldn't do that. I used to love everyone else's company more than my own. I did not like to sit alone by myself or have time to think or even just realize, oh, this is me. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got to live in this body and I don't even like me. I don't even think that way anymore. I think highly of myself, and I just started thinking, like, majority of the time, like, the, 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 the not liking myself started happening once I got to school age, and other people started voicing what they did not like about me, and hating me, and I'm realizing now that all those years, I was taking on someone else's feelings about me I didn't genuinely hate myself but their view of me because I did not know myself because I had not taken out time to 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 know what I like what I don't like who I am I I just took on whatever identity they wanted to give me regardless of that was ugly stupid um 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 dumb silly you know what i mean just whatever they wanted to put on me i took it on as my own identity you get what i'm saying and i just started realizing wow majority of that time i was surrounded by people who really didn't like me so because i was the type and and people might call it empathic where you're a type of person where you can feel others emotions And I really do. I don't try to feel other people's feelings, but I can feel it. I can feel if you are near me, I can feel, I can usually feel something like how you're feeling or whatnot. You know, like I remember when (laughs) I started being around certain females and I would get a weird feeling and I would be like, what the heck is going on? And then later, and I would be like, I don't understand. Why do I feel weird around this person? Or why do I feel what the heck is going on? And then later on, they'll reveal to me that that they're homeless, like they're, they're gay or, or whatever, and this and that. And then I'll be like, that's what it was. Like, I can literally feel certain things. And before I knew myself enough to know that I was quote unquote empathic or whatever you want to call it or a person who taps into other people's feelings I thought I was strange like these were my own you get you know, my own feelings and stuff it, it didn't happen around everybody you know what I mean it did not um even even certain gay people it didn't even happen around but it would just be these certain people it's usually something that that people are hiding that I can feel you know what I mean? When they're just out loud with it, whatever. Hey, it don't bother me because I'm not I'm not a, um, a homophobic person. I'm not a type of person who, oh, just because you like girls mean you're going to like me. I understand that everyone has their types. And just because I'm a female and you're a female doesn't mean that you're going to automatically like me. But there are some people who I've been around who who are hiding it, you know, or whatever. And I can feel it if the it, it's usually if 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 that person is feeling it really strongly is when I can pick it up. It's not usually when it's just a, a quick thought or something. No, when it's something that is real deep on a person. It's like, I can feel it, which is the reason why I don't like to be around a whole bunch of different random people. Cause I can feel, I can feel your sadness. I can feel like if you're really extremely sad, it it's almost as if I take it on as it's, it's if it's mine, I can feel how you feel and, or, 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 or if somebody did you wrong and you're angry, I can tap. I feel it. I feel it. Just like when my kids were babies you know, and they were around me. I could feel when they had to poop. I know that's weird, y'all. TMI. But it's true. I could feel it when when they needed to use the bathroom. Or I could feel it because I was tapping into what they felt. I would think that it was just me feeling that way. But it was that my child, you know, and then all of a sudden it's a bowel movement. Oh, that's what I was feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when they have a dirty diaper, I knew I felt that they had to use the bathroom. You know what I mean? It's just, I tap in and it's not on purpose. I wish it wouldn't happen. I really don't want to share your bad feelings. (laughs) I really don't want to feel that. But back to what I was saying, I realized that I was around a lot of people who did not like me. People who were calling themselves friends. People who were family They really did not like me. And I just didn't understand why when I got around these certain people, I didn't like me. Until now, (laughs) when I'm around people who actually do like me, it's like I can feel it. You get what I'm saying? And so I was just realizing it's very important for me. If you're like me, it's important for you too. It's important to surround yourself with the right people because if they're secretly hating you you could you could take on that feeling and feel as though you hate yourself you don't like yourself but it could just be the person that that you're around that's making you feel that way you know there were um at the towards the end i didn't like me when when my husband was still around i did not like me sincerely did not like me and i know now that I was picking up on what he felt for me. Did not like me. There were certain times I would look at me and I would be like, how could anybody find me attractive? How could anybody like me at all? Like, I am weird. You get what I'm saying? And and that was just me taking on how his disgust for me, like what he felt. And I was just like, wow, that's just crazy. That is crazy. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know if y'all hear that. <sighs> something going on on the street where somebody was just getting in the road or doing something, burning rubber. And I held my breath for a second because I do have trauma <laughs> around gunshots and stuff like that because of the different things that I've had to endure since being in Missouri. But um, I was waiting for some gunshots to happen. Um because I had a situation, I think I might have gotten on here and talked about it, where I was about to back up out of my driveway and a car came through after they were shooting, came through and crashed into the tree right behind my van at the end of my driveway. So there's a lot of things and then having to save my son's life, you know what I mean, after he got shot upstairs in my house and I didn't know of those. There's a lot of things that have happened. So I do have certain PTSD around things and I want to heal from that um but with things that have continued to happen around me it has made me usually hold my breath when something's going on outside and I don't know what to do also something else I wanted to come and talk about Has anyone else experienced this where when God really wants to talk to you? um, Well, I'm not going to say has anybody else. This is what I experienced. Say, for instance, I've noticed I've noticed a, um, a pattern when I go to sleep and I didn't talk to God or I did anything more than 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 deal with him. And I didn't read my Bible before I went to sleep. I didn't pray. Something will disturb me out of my sleep. And I'm not saying that God just taps me and peacefully wakes me up and says, hey, wake up, daughter. No, it's like really bad. It's like really loud noises. That startle me to the point to where I am shaking. And I've noticed a pattern. I have taken a little census and I've looked. Nah, not a census, but you can see. I've looked at things and been like, I've noticed anytime that has happened, it has been when I need to wake up and pray, when I need to wake up and do something, but it's always it's been like that. The other night it happened, and nobody else heard it. Everybody else slept soundly through it. And I'm the only one that heard it. It sounded like a huge gun went off in my home. My reason for bringing that up is to, to say this. Just pay attention. God speaks to you too. And maybe you just don't realize how he's doing it. But God is pulling on you too in a way and and if you just look at look at the way things go and see if it's if it's repetitious if something you know, repetitious you know you start noticing a pattern just just no god talks to all of us in different ways somebody else is trying to tell me oh that's demonic and this is a... no this is how it has been any time that i have needed to get my behind up and pray it, I've needed to get my behind up and, and 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 read my word or something. I'm telling you that is how it has happened. But anyway, I am getting the five minute mark that I need, that I'm about to reach, uh, sixty minutes, and so I can't go over that. But yeah, I was just calling to catch y'all up. I'm back, y'all. I'm back. I do apologize. I really just felt like I didn't have anything else. To give you all and someone reminded me, my sister reminded me that you do, you do have something to talk about, you know, and people look forward to your content once they, you know, start listening to it because she's been listening to it. So anyway, shout out to you Alois. <laughs> so anyway, all right y'all, I'm about to go. Thank y'all so much for coming and listening to me. I appreciate every single last one of y'all. Remember to keep your attitudes in check. Know that God loves you and I love you too. And until next time. Peace. Did I say that twice? I think I did. Peace. <laughs> Have Instagram Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.